Welcome to Autism in Action Podcast, where we help families connect with resources, services, and support in all things autism. The mission of Autism in Action Podcast is to help bridge the gap of accessibility to services by connecting listeners with individual support, autism awareness, and education. Tasha Rollins and Chris Hansen share expert interviews, autism topics, and supportive services each week. From the East Coast to the West Coast, they've got you covered. Coming to you from upstate South Carolina, Tasha has over 20 years experience as a special needs parent. In 2018, she started Rollins Counseling LLC, a private practice offering counseling services to her community. In 2019, she noticed through her personal and professional experience, the growing gap in transitional services of autism and launched the Autism in Action podcast. In 2020, she created Rollins Coaching, offering families transitional coaching for young adults that need goal-oriented action steps to move forward into adulthood. In 2021, she began Rollins Consulting, which provides professionals with ongoing autism education to better serve their clients. Coming to you from Western Washington, Chris has over eight years experience as a special educator where he developed a thriving high school life skill and community-based learning program in Kent School District. In September of 2019, he started Life Skills Advocate, a transition support company where he provides local and virtual executive functioning and life skill coaching as well as academic and vocational support to teens and adults with diverse learning needs. Hey everybody, this is Tasha from the Autism in Action podcast. Hey, and this is Chris from Life Skills Advocate. Is your learner so consumed with social media that they spend all their focus and time and energy on wanting to become a YouTube star or Twitch star or social media influencer? Are you worried that they lack the skills, the self-discipline and the executive functioning required to make this a reality? Does any of the following sound familiar? You don't understand anything about social media, mom. It's not that hard to get a few thousand followers. If he can make a bunch of money on YouTube, so can I. Introducing the Raising a Wannabe YouTube Star free email course, a straightforward and evidence-based way to help your learner master attainable goal setting. In this course, we'll walk you through how to have these tough conversations with your learner and make their goals more attainable. We will deliver five email lessons packed full of actionable steps to engage your teen or young adult in a way that will guide them to make better informed decisions about matching their goals with real world applications. To sign up, just go to lifeskillsadvocate.com forward slash YouTube star and receive instant access to the free course. Hey 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Autism in Action podcast. Today, we have another very special guest. We've got Ms. Meg Proctor with Learn, Play, Thrive out of Asheville, North Carolina. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you today. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, I can't wait to learn all about what you're offering your community and um, what it, how it is that you serve the autism community. Yeah. So I'm an occupational therapist. And when I came out of OT school, I was working in early intervention and I really just felt like I didn't know what I was doing with my young clients on the autism spectrum. And I imagine a lot of people in your fields can relate to that. Yes. (laughs) And I felt a lot of of desire and pressure to be serving my clients well, because families really needed me. And eventually I worked in the schools and I worked in clinics and I kind of settled into doing something, but I was never really doing what I wanted to be doing, what really aligned with my values and how I wanted to work with kids because I really just didn't have the right training. So I eventually, I was appointed a clinical faculty member at UNC Chapel Hill's Teach Autism Program. And they were one of the first programs back in the seventies to say autism is a culture, it's a learning style, it's not caused by refrigerator moms and that autistic people have their own strengths. Um, And that really resonated with me. And when I was there, I learned so much about autism in a way that kind of showed me where I'd been going wrong before and why I was feeling ineffective and helped me learn how to really draw from the strengths and learning styles of my clients to help them participate more fully and joyfully in daily life. So I eventually left teach and I founded Learn, Play, Thrive, where I teach and train other occupational therapists and others. I do have some folks from the mental health field and speech therapists and teachers in how to work with our autistic clients in a way that really celebrates their strengths. And I'll give, I'll give a quick caveat. I know a lot of people are used to person first language. A lot of us were taught to say person with autism. And I do say autistic because we're hearing from autistic adults that that's for the majority of autistic adults, that's their preference. And also because autism isn't a disease. It's not something that we can or should separate a person from unless they tell us they want to be separated from it. So just like we might see a neurotypical child because it's okay to be neurotypical, what I have learned from listening to autistic adults is that we can and should say an autistic child because it's okay to be autistic. So that's my quick disclaimer on the language. Um, So I teach a course called the Learn, Play, Thrive Approach to Autism where I teach therapists how to understand deeply how an autistic child thinks and learns, what their strengths are as an autistic learner and as an individual and build from that towards their interventions. And my goal is to move people away from compliance-based interventions that rob our kids of autonomy and joy towards more strengths-based interventions. I think that is so awesome and very, very needed. Do you work with a particular age group or does that vary? It, I tailor the interventions to kids as young as one and a half or two, all the way through school age with a variety of cognitive abilities. So um, every strategy I give examples of how to use it with really concrete learners. So for example, very young kids or 
kids of any age who are more concrete thinkers might not be able to make sense of pictures. And so we say, oh, autistic people are visual learners. And then we put pictures on everything, including for kids who don't have a strong sense of symbolic reasoning yet. And so I teach how to use object based instructions for those more concrete thinkers, which a lot of our two-year-olds are and some folks are their whole life, mm-hmm. um, but also how to use the strategies for kids who are older and um, who might have more abstract reasoning. And that's really good, the object-based learning, because that's almost tangible, right? If that's there, if it's present. Yeah. And draws from the strengths of autistic people. So you can teach meaningful routines using an object that the child knows and understands what to do with, Mm -hmm. um, that will be much more meaningful than this like symbolic picture on a piece of paper that doesn't really speak to the child's strengths or interests in any way. Right. And in a way it's still abstract. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that is so awesome. Now the courses that you've created, I think you have three different options. Yeah, so I have two courses. Um, One is the Learn, Play, Thrive approach to autism. It's pre-recorded, self-paced. People take it online and work through it. But then we kind of come together in a Facebook group and share our ideas and apply the concepts to cases. Um, And that's the eight contact hour course where I teach tons of really concrete interventions that people can use in their work. And I should say, I know the people listening to this podcast are more in the mental health field. So what, what that looks like for OT is what does the kid need or want to do in their daily life, in their daily routines, and how can we help them participate more fully? So we're a little less focused on their internal world and a little more focused on participation in daily activities. Mm-hmm. Um, But module one of that course is called a strengths-based approach to autism and behavior. And I also teach that as a standalone live course where I go through, here's what we know now about how autistic kids think and learn. And it's different than what most of us were taught, even recent graduates. Um, And I teach my process for starting with a behavior but looking at it through an autism lens rather than a behavioral lens or a sensory lens, but an autism learning styles lens so that we can better understand our client, and then mapping from there to an intervention that doesn't just ask the child to change. Because if we think about autism as a culture and the trouble that autistic people are having in this neurotypical world as a um, sort of cultural disconnect, and there's really strong research supporting this paradigm, then it's not fair or ethical really to put the whole burden of change on the child to say, you need to learn new skills, you need to change. And in fact, we're seeing that that leads to depression, suicidality, and PTSD. So it's how can we map from what's happening that's not working, understanding it through an autism lens, and then coming up with an intervention plan that balances what skills do the child or other people in their life need to learn? How can we change the context? How can we change the activity, given what we know about the child's learning style and their strengths? So that's my two-hour live course where I teach that process, and then we work through it together. And then I think the third thing you're mentioning, I just have a free 45-minute masterclass where I teach sort of the the why behind strengths-based approaches and some of the 
how for learning styles based interventions. And that's called autism strategies that transform OT practice. And all of those are on my website at learnplaythrive.com. Well, you just answered my next question. I was going to ask you to share where, where people can find you. And so you're, you're online with a website and do you have a Facebook page also? I do. Yeah. It's facebook.com slash Meg Proctor OT. And from there, I, the place that I'm really feeling excited about being right now is my Facebook group um, called Learn, Play, and Thrive Autism Resources for Professionals. And that's not just OTs. There's all sorts of um, different fields represented there. And the conversations happening there are so amazing. Uh, when somebody asks a question, we'll have dozens of comments that are that are strengths-based, that consider the autistic perspective, that are pro-neurodiversity, but that are also helpful <laughs> to the person yes. who's trying to figure out what to do. So that's um, a really amazing community that your listeners would be welcome to join as well. Awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for all the wonderful work you're doing in the community and for taking the time to be here and share this with families. We're here at the Autism in Action podcast, our goal is to bridge the gap with the services out there so that families have access to them. And you are one of those services. So thank you very much. My pleasure. The Autism in Action podcast is so excited to partner with the Champion Autism Network to bring the CanCard program to you. That's right, to your neighborhood, to your local businesses. We want to help you guys connect. We want to help you guys create autism awareness right where you are. If you are interested in partnering with us with the Autism in Action podcast, please send me an email autism in action podcast at gmail.com to get started put can card sign up in the subject line can card sign up and we'll get you connected with becky the champion autism network so that you guys can bring this amazing program to your community judgment stares and rude comments isolate families with autism. It's easier to just stay home. But it's a beautiful world, and we want families with autism to come play with us. I'm Becky Large, founder and executive director of the Champion Autism Network, a nonprofit corporation based in Surfside Beach, South Carolina. Isolation is a problem for most autism families. To tackle this problem, we took surveys of our families asking them what they wanted. The number one answer was to be able to go out to a restaurant. We began training restaurants on the needs of families with autism. In response to restaurants asking, how will we know if a family with autism is at our establishment? And knowing that families with autism are reluctant to publish, publicly share they have autism, we needed a simple, discreet, and dignified way for families to identify themselves. So we developed the CAM card program. To overcome families' reluctance, we got businesses to offer discounts and services, incentivizing them to show the card. As a result, the CAN card is becoming the AAA card of autism travel. To become involved in the CAN card club, businesses undergo a vetting process, as not all businesses are suited to serving the needs of autism families. Everyone can be aware and accepting, however, not every business is a fit. The CAN card offers a two-on-one value proposition. Families benefit from the peace of mind knowing all participating businesses are vetted and to what level they are aware and committed. 
whether that be participating, certified supportive, or certified champion. They also benefit from the service or discounts that member businesses provide, like moving to the head of the line or receiving a percentage off. Businesses benefit from the economic opportunity and social good that result from serving this loyal and growing population. There are several options for business engagement with three certification levels in an expanding variety of industries. Our online on-demand training is currently available in English and Spanish for resorts, restaurants, retail, and general autism awareness. Like autism, which has grown exponentially, the CAN card started with 37 families and now is used by nearly 2,000 throughout the U.S. and four countries. Our business model is a win-win for all entities. Just like a matrix, there are infinite points of entry. Families subscribe to the CAN card club. Member businesses become certified. Nonprofit affiliates increase their reach and generate recurring revenue. CAN ambassadors bring the CAN programs to their neighborhoods. Communities support inclusivity. The CAN card program is the vehicle that gets autism families out of the house and out into the world of support and acceptance. You are now part of the matrix. How will you welcome autism families to come play? Come play with us. Yes, you can. Thank you so much for listening to the Autism in Action podcast. Please visit us online at autisminactionpodcast.com, subscribe to our newsletter to receive updates, and join in the conversation at the Autism in Action Facebook group to stay connected. On our website, you'll find all the current episodes, and if you're interested in watching the featured guest interviews, head on over to YouTube and check us out with the Autism in Action podcast YouTube channel.